Come on. An old man going a lone highway came at the evening cold and gray to a chasm vast and deep and wide, through which was flowing a sullen tide. The old man crossed in the twilight dim. The sullen stream had no fear for him, but he turned when safe on the other side and built a bridge to span the tide. Old man, said a fellow pilgrim near, you're wasting your strength with building here. Your journey will end with the ending day. You'll never again pass this way. You've crossed the chasm deep and wide. Why build this bridge at evening tide? The builder lifted his old gray head. Good friend, in the path I have come, he said. There followed after me today a youth whose feet must pass this way. This chasm that has been as naught to me, to that fair-haired youth may a pitfall be. He, too, must cross in the twilight dim. Good friend, I am building this bridge for him. We only have so much bandwidth, only so much space in our heads. So we have to be selective on what we focus our time and our attention on. For me, the the nation's debt, our, our deficit, has been on my mind quite a bit over the past year or so. And I've been trying to really wrap my head around it, whether or not it's a problem if it is a problem, how big of a problem it is, or maybe it's not an issue at all. Um, so in the desire to get my arm around that or my arms around that, rather, I wanted to find some smart people that I could talk to. And so did some research and I found two people who had been writing about it or talking about it. Uh, number one, Romina Bacha from the Heritage Foundation, and then Helene Olin from the Washington Post. And I reached out to both of these ladies, and they agreed to come on the Money Savage podcast, and uh, their episodes have aired. Um, Romina was episode 229, and Helene was episode 239, so definitely encourage you to check those out. Anyway, um, Romina was amazing. She, It was sort of like confirmation bias. Uh, a lot of the things that I thought were problems, um, she was able to articulate and explain how they would actually or could potentially manifest and what the impacts on our economy could be. So it was great talking to her, uh, but it was equally great uh, talking with Helene. She was amazing, uh, brilliant, brilliant person. She told me that I was wrong, not once on the show, but two times. So I think, I think that was great. Uh, she told me that I should not be worried about the, the, the deficit or the national debt but rather, I should really be focused or worried more about income inequality. And I thought that, you know, that, that makes a lot of sense. And whether or not, as I continue to ruminate and talk to smart people about it, which one I choose to, to prioritize, I, I think that time will tell. But again, how you look at a problem or what you're focused on and how you view the world is how you're going to make decisions about what you should be focused on. So, um, so it was awesome. Um, the bridge builder that I opened the, the show with, I think it's so important to recognize our place in the world. I think it's so important that we actively and frequently consider this. Our children will inherit the world that we give to them. 
and it's incumbent upon us to do whatever we can to make that a good place. Certainly to do our best to leave it better than we found it. And that's why this is on my mind. Um, are we doing that? And a big part of me says that, 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 that we're not. So whether you think that the deficit is a problem or whether you think income inequality is a problem, I think that they're both a problem for sure. And I talked about um, on, on one of these episodes about my three core values of friendship, justice, and learning. And two of those I think are integral here. Learning, most definitely. So not only confirming what I sort of thought, but then going deeper and understanding it more and the nuances surrounding these problems and, and how to how to take action and remedy them. And obviously on the other side, learning about... Um, learning about a a topic that I had not necessarily spent a lot of time, the very real problem of income inequality. And then obviously justice, I think. Maybe that's not obvious. But I don't think that it's just for individuals to be compromising themselves financially and then to become dependent on the government. And that's really what I believe is going to happen if nobody saves any money for retirement. And they get to age 70 years old, 75, and they don't have any money saved, and they're not necessarily able to find gainful work, what are they going to do? And hopefully their families are able to support them. But if they're not, then probably the government is going to be responsible, which means you and I are going to be responsible. So, and as justice applies to income inequality, this is a difficult one. Um, I absolutely do not dispute the value of social justice. I think that it's a very, very admirable thing. I just don't know that I understand how to go about it practically. I don't know that I understand how to deliver social justice and how to fix income inequality. Um, I also don't know that I, I, I don't know that it's a valuable thing in the first place to treat groups as collectives versus individuals. So this concept of justice, and I wanted to go a little bit more into justice because I, I got some questions about that, um, about how I define justice because it, it, it certainly can be applied in a couple of different ways like justice for an individual versus social justice. So <clears throat> um, such an important issue and it's certainly an issue that I need to learn a lot more about and do a better job of formulating opinions. So it's something that I'm working on. And certainly while I'm working on that, I'm going to continue working my ass off to be the best possible version of myself that I can be. I'm going to continue working my ass off to help my family and my community to be as strong as we can be. And a big part of me thinks that at least maybe half the problem would be solved if everybody was doing the best that they could to really influence the things that they have or to impact the things that they have influence over. And that's what you're doing, what your behaviors are. That's what your family's doing. That's what your community is doing. I think a lot of the time we get so frustrated and wrapped up in national politics when the reality is the things you have impact on and influence on and control over as much as we can control anything in life are those things right in your local community. And I think that if we all focused on that and making that as good as we possibly could, 
then the problem will probably take care of itself. So consider these things. Consider that the stuff that you're doing today, the ripple effects will impact your kids and my kids and then our kids' kids. There's a term for that. So be mindful about your place in the world. Be mindful about the impact that you want to have. Are you building a bridge for somebody else to come across? Or are you simply consuming resources um, with no regard for anybody else? So I advocate that you do your part by doing your best. So again, check out Romina's episode 229 from the Heritage Foundation, talking about the deficit, talking about the debt. Check out Helene's episode number 239, talking about income inequality and some things that can be done to address both those issues. Um, be super curious to, to, to get your feedback on these issues. Um, cause again, I'm doing my best to learn and, and uh, doing my best to, to live in a, a just manner. Um, and, and, and it's a process for each and every single one of us. So thank you as always for listening and keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.